this time. I'm not ready to be an asshole. You fucking dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Go ahead. <laughs> the Evil Dead. They got up on the wrong side. Fucking all shit! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Well, I'm Brett. Sorry I wasn't Troy. here last week. I sat on my nuts too hard. Well, in fairness, nobody was here last week. Nope, we didn't have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we all sat on Brett's I learned nuts that like hard. two days ago. <laughs> we squished Brett's nuts real good like. Well, no, not you guys, me. <laughs> I did I spirit. Did it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're always doing spirit, though. Weirdo. So we watched a movie. We, we did, did watch a movie. It was called The Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. Perhaps you've heard of it. Perhaps you've heard of it. Directed by Sam Raimi. Written by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. With Bruce yeah. Campbell on it. Yes, unibrow Bruce Campbell. Una Campbell. <laughs> and he was so young. And his voice sounded weird, too. <laughs> it's like he hadn't finished going through puberty. Gee whiz, guys. Yeah. So we start off... At the beginning! Yes. <laughs> accurate. And our... Our Chris, protagonist... Go ahead. Are heading off to a cabin. In, the, gonna, in the woods? A cabin in the woods? Yes. Yes, and... Thanks, Troy. And they're hipsters, because they're drinking moonshine out of mason jars. Fucking hipsters. <laughs> Just like Chris. Yeah, that defines me as a person. <laughs> With my fixed gear bicycle and mustache and such. And skinny jeans. Yeah, get out of here with your skinny jeans. Yep. Troy knows. He does. <laughs> like most hipsters, I'm wearing a notorious B.I.G. t-shirt at the moment. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'll give him that. Yeah, well, that's because you were into him before people were into Whoa! him. Whoa! <laughs> <Get laughs> Calm down. You see what I did there? Yeah. It you, was a joke. You... <laughs> It made that seem like a much more scathing indictment than it was. Wait. Yes, and? I don't know what scathing means, but... That's ahead, true. Chris, read your book. Anyway, so our pals, they head off to a cabin. Well, I didn't know them. I wouldn't really yeah. count them as pals. So, so why was the one dude driving the car when Ash owned the car? Liability. Because Ash had to look at the completely inaccurate looking map. Looks like it was in a magazine. Also, how did the car make tire squealing noises on a dirt, dirt road? Dirt road, I know, right? <laughs> it's like it we called each other on that one. And how did the how did the road turn from a dirt road into a paved road? Technology. Like, all of a sudden, there was some inconsistency there. It was the eighties, man. It was a different time. I blame the Illuminati. Makes sense. <laughs> And pretty much that's the worst I could say about this movie. So, so after uh, road inconsistencies and a uh, did they were the roads not right, Chris? Uh, what? Troy's the one who pointed it out. Why are you taking that tone with me? Bitching about the roads. There he goes. Why was it me? There he goes. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is why I don't let you drink mezcal normally. <laughs> I have a shot. 
Yeah, but it's mezcal, so it's been sitting by the trash for months. It's like zero percent liquor and a hundred percent. Oh no, bad there's liquor inside idea. of it. Unless bad idea, get you drunk. It don't hurt. Well, that that's what she said. We're just gonna let that it, one. Because it's so small. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, what kind of podcast is this? I've been wondering that for years at this point. So, these, so they're dr- they, go ahead. They drive Ooh, across a fight. dilapidated bridge and end up at the cabin. Well, no, they, they, they shit is falling off the bridge. They drive across it, and then one of the rear tires like falls through the bridge at one point. And it's they get a out good by bridge, and they get out by revving the engine really hard. <laughs> Yeah, the tire stuck in the bridge. Got it. Yep, <laughs> makes sense, especially when it's the back tire of a rear wheel drive vehicle. Yep, yep. <laughs> Pull you right out of that shitty bridge. Yeah, and you'll die. And and then they took a little road or a little path that like just disturbed the hell out of my wife because it was just like a mowed down strip of land that you could drive a car, drive on. <laughs> and she's yeah, like, grass no road. We there. got them in Middletown. Why are they driving on that? I'm like, because it's a road. It's a path. It's like a driveway. You know, it's it's there. It's fine. Yeah, there were other large it. things that knocked down the grass. It's fine. All of this is fine. So now we're at the cabin. We're in your basement. Uh-huh. That was not literal. Thank you. You didn't say it wasn't. And we find a, not we... Let me let me elaborate because Brett's simple and easily confused. No, I just like to be specific. The characters specific. in the movie specific. <laughs> rifle through the joint. Yeah, joint meaning the cabin, not like a marijuana Stop cigarette. It. Yeah, all right, just making sure. And they find a reel-to-reel tape recorder and a creepy book. And that a creepy sounds knife. pretty right. And a shotgun. All in the basement. But we're in the basement. In it. Oh. Yeah. Now, now I understand. I'm not in the mood for your chicanery. Shut up! Yeah, you are. Or his shenanigans. Or his hijinks. Why hear that word one more or his time? Goddamn tomfoolery. <laughs> they play the tape, which turns out is some sort of professor talking about, you know. Ghostbusters and shit. Yeah, it's kind of like very Lovecraftian. You know, like, instead of finding his memoirs and reading them, it's they just find a, a you know, his dictated reel-to-reel tape that he made. So I thought that was kind of cool. And a part of it is the professor reading some sort of incantations from the book. Yeah, I like how they kind of fast-forward to that, just all of a sudden, just, whoop, there. Well, yeah. They skipped the next track. Yeah. And it turns out they inadvertently release a bunch of demons by playing it. Wait, so Ash accidentally released a bunch of demons? Yes. Well, the tape player really. I guess at the time it never happened to before, but I'm sure it will will happen again over the next few weeks. Yeah, it'll be a recurring theme. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're in the middle of Evil Dead for a week, not in the middle of the beginning, but... Yeah, some of that statement is accurate. You're accurate. <laughs> that is accurate. 
No. What? Oh, and there was there was the the girl who did was drawing the clock and then did some kind of weird automatic drawing of a weird book carving with a face on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ash gives his girlfriend a necklace with a magnifying glass on it. Yeah, so you can see her fucking sternum better. I don't know. So she can see his dick. Oh, yeah, that Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I mean, because there was it was him. fuck him up now. I thought it was yeah. He can come fight me. I'll give him a big hug and tell him he's awesome. No, punch him <laughs> in the throat. And then I'll tell him he's awesome through my collapsed trachea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I was what was I saying? Um, yeah, the the I thought that was Ring first of all when I saw it because they did this great shot where she's walking to the door. <clears throat> pardon me of the room. You know, of the bedroom, and he's kind of creeps around and sticks his head to see what he's doing, and he pulls out the box and opens it, and I thought it was a ring. And then they do like this whole thing where she looks at him, but he pretends to be asleep, and then when she's looking away, he's looking at her, <laughs> and then she looks at him, he's asleep, and then he looks at her, but she's looking away, which comes back later, and uh, and then he like pulls out this necklace with a magnifying glass on. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And the magnifying glass serves almost no purpose. It's so you can see your sternum skin. Yeah, it's it's weird. It has no real merit to anything. And yeah, they linger on it like it should have some sort of importance. It's not even checkoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's used once later, but not in any way that makes any sense for it to be, have to be a magnifying glass. And plus, you couldn't wear that out in the sun with a low-cut top, because it would, like, you know, concentrate the sun's rays on your sternum. and like, I'd kill ants with it. You would, you monster. It's true. So now everybody's, you know, just doing some chilling at the cabin. Smoking some PCP? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Dressing up like furries and having sex. All, all zooted up on angel dust. <laughs> and, uh... One of the, the girls heads outside for a little... Girl time. Being outside? Well, she hears a voice say, join us. So naturally, she follows a disembodied voice like we all would. I do. I mean, it's God speaking to her, obviously. This podcast is stopping me from following disembodied voices right now. Oh, well, you should see someone about that. Are we going to read about you like the son of Steve? I I ain't fucking with no medicine wizard. Get on with your book. (laughs) So she heads off in search of the voice. And is uh, rewarded for her efforts by some good old tree fucking, tree fucking, indeed, vine tree vine rape. Yeah, and it, uh, it's one of the more iconic scenes, I suppose. Yeah, it, it disturbed my wife quite a bit. She'd never seen this before, so it's pretty I neat. Like, I was like, "Oh, here comes the vine rape," and she's like, "What?" And then she's watching it. And she's <laughs> like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I wasn't joking when I said vine rape." <laughs> Yeah, and man, it just kind of happens. It's just kind of... BAM! Yep. Boner jinx. I'm not comfortable with that term in that situation. <laughs> Boner jinx vine rape. That, that doesn't make it better. Woody jinx. Woody jinx. Slightly better. How? It, at least, That's bizarre disturbing even to Brett. At least it's a pun. <laughs> Puns make everything better. 
like corduroy corduroy pillows. Yeah, yeah. Making headlines. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's a direct quote from Mark Twain. Fun to make everything better. No, that that came from the Pee Wee Herman movie. Mine did. Mine, mine is a made up. Shut quote. up, Chris. Oh, all right, fine. You you go. So there's some words on the book, but they're too far away for me to make them out from here. And I can see that they're sideways and upside down. There's some red letters. Was that right? Was that Evil Dead? Yep, you got it. <laughs> or you can find us on the Facebooks. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see what happens next. Uh, so she runs back to the cabin and something in POV is chasing her. She manages to grab the keys and almost get the door open, but then Ash opens the door and lets her inside. And she tells them that the forest is alive. And they're going to die, and she's going to kill them, and they need to take them to places. Mm-hmm. Well, so that- also, that she wants to go stay in town. She doesn't want to stay out here anymore. So Ashley needs to drive her to town. And he tries. But it doesn't work so good on account of the bridge is gone now. And it's not like just gone. It looks like someone put a bunch of explosives in the middle of it and it blew it up. And like all the girders and beams just kind of curled towards the edge of the. It was Chris. He was trying to trap the people to death. Yep. I was two. And I set a series of incredible explosive charges. One and a half depending on when the movie came Well, he had a lot of beans that day. (laughs) So now everybody heads farts. back to the to the cabin. Yes, farts. I I know. Thank you. Fart jokes are good too. Fart Puns jokes. And fart jokes. Fart Those are my princess. <laughs> That's my uh, repertoire right there. Puns and fart, fart jokes. jokes. Princess. Yep. And we got a dick joke, so we can round this out. Dick oh yeah, I had princess. that too. <laughs> All right. The trifecta has been achieved. The trifecta. The trifecta. <laughs> Slaughterhouses, dicks, and what else? What? Dick jokes, fart jokes, and puns. All dicks, farts, and slaughterhouse. The trifecta. No, it's dick jokes, fart jokes, and puns. And slaughterhouses. Okay, fine. That's four things. <laughs> it's a four-way trifecta. Fucks the pun all up, but whatever. Well, I have, I have four letters in Troy, so... Yeah, you know. see, it's four letters in Troy. It's still a pun. That doesn't... That doesn't you read it! Better. <laughs> so now, old, uh... Old uh, tree hugger, see see what I did there, tree hugger, because of the, yep. the thing. Like you, yeah, yeah. I'm a hipster hippie, a hippiester. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a, I have a mustache and Birkenstocks, <laughs> and and henna tattoos. I'm all over the place. Uh, I smell like head. patchouli. The book. <laughs> what? Anyway, <laughs> the book. He's got to read it. Oh, I think the Patchouli, the book. Yeah, my, everybody's favorite novel, Patchouli. <laughs> uh, Which apparently comes with scented pages that Chris rubs on himself. I do, I just roll on them. <laughs> Chris fact. Anyway, so now old uh, Tree Hugger, she's been possessed by the demon monster thing. So they locked her oh, in yeah. the basement crawl space. That was one thing that surprised me, that they did not coin the word deadite in this movie. Because there's some kind of demon, I forget what the name of the demon was, but they actually named the type of demon that has been released 
and they don't refer to them as deadites. So that uh, kind of surprised me. It's true. Hell, I don't know. That's also true. <laughs> so they lock her in the basement. Yeah, because if you're wondering why the cellar door had uh, metal loops and chain on it and a padlock, but now we know why. Locking up demons. Yep. But even though they locked her in the basement, she managed... Oh, but... oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. And, uh, some other broad who got stabbed in the ankle or something with a pencil, I guess? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It was they dug at it Scott's... for a while. Was it, Scott's... No, was it Scott's girlfriend or was it Ash's girlfriend? I think it's Ash's was... girlfriend. Yeah, Linda. Linda Blair. Oh, Linda. She, uh... She ends up becoming possessed as well in the process here. Yeah, but it's but it's Scott's girlfriend who actually uh, Shelley who gets possessed first. Yeah, and that's why they lock her in the basement. No, no, that's Cheryl. They lock in the basement. I don't remember. Damn it! It wasn't Cindy. It was Cheryl. Okay. Think none of them were Cindy. I thought you said Cindy. Shelley. Who the hell, Cindy? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. She's she's the deadite behind you. Yes, that's Simon <laughs> and Bernie. That Galifianakis. Galifianakis, indeed. Anyway, so yeah, so Scott's girlfriend Shelley is possessed and attacks and Scott, Scott, who is Cindy. a total douche. That that dude, I was. He was such an asshole this entire movie because he'd be like, it's like he'd punch you in the face, like, oh, I'm just joking. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Get it? Oh, I broke God. your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's uh, on you, pal. Yep. So, yeah, she tries to kill him. He stabs her with the weird knife, which causes her to just shoot milk from any orifice or pore that she Now has. we're all full of milk. Yeah, and then he has to ask her something. Yep, he asks her a question. Yep. And the answer is dismemberment buried out in the woods. It's true. Yeah, which I love how they they each take like two scoops of dirt, and then they have a hole big enough to throw her in, and then they shovel like two scoops of dirt on top, and then they put it across it. (laughs) Done and done. Big shovel. (laughs) <laughs> Apparently, I was like, "Man, I wish I had that shovel. I'd love to be able to dig that backhoe." So, uh, Ash heads back in to go check on everything. Ashley, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend yeah, and takes a turn for the worse. Oh yeah, he goes to look at her ankle, and all of a sudden, it like it necrotizes, and black veins shoot all out from it into her leg, and then she looks like some demented doll. And giggles at him, and it's fucking creepy. Just like Chris. Yeah. yeah, just like me. She gets the worst makeup ever. Just like Chris. Yeah, but it's still super unsettling. Yeah, no, I mean, like, makeup, like, like it looks like someone did her makeup terribly. Yeah. Like, trying to put eyeliner and, you know, eyeshadow and stuff on, like... Nah, Chris has gotten pretty good putting his own makeup on. <clears throat> I do what I can. Yeah, P- well, you know, PJ Harvey needs to needs the work. He just likes to make his eyes pop. Mm-hmm. You have to. Them sailors down at the docks. <laughs> yep. He likes, he likes to put, you know, like, kind of put the little wing at the edge with yeah. the eyeliner. <laughs> I know what they like. Uh, Coming back, 
long trip out on the sea, you know? <laughs> oh, I've gotten in over my head on this one. Have you? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that girl, she was creepy as fuck, which was great. Old Cindy. Or Linda. Lindy. Linda. I got her Linda Blair because she was possessed, and her character's name was Linda. It was very creative. I blame the Illuminati. <laughs> you would. You Always would. quick to. And uh, meanwhile, Scott has found his way back to the cabin, and he's looking pretty roughed up. I'm pretty sure the trees raped him, too, but they didn't show that. Yeah. Which they totally should have, because that would have been like nice equal opportunity. So he's he's all mussed up. From the face scratching and the choking. Yeah. And he's uh he's not doing so good. While several possessed women are, are running amok. Yeah, I love that. Like you know, like his girlfriend's possessed, there's his sister down in the basement's possessed. Got giggles and trapdoor and Yeah, and he's just like, uh, eh, whatever. Although he does take uh his girlfriend and tie her up on the taxidermy table in the shed and then tried to cut her apart with a chainsaw but decides that would be bad. Yeah. He fails. He loves her too much to dismember her. So he takes her out to barrier on account of uh, I think he shanked her with the weird knife. Yeah, and she like vomited forth milk. Yeah, that's how you know that got you good. Will you throw up milk? Yeah. I get got good a lot then. I throw up a lot of milk. <laughs> he doesn't even drink milk is the crazy part. Nope. I think he's an android like from Alien. You're an android like yeah. from Alien. But not from like aliens. No, we need to do Alien at some point. That's true. So he he goes he being Ash goes and buries uh his so called girlfriend. And is rewarded by, you know, getting attacked. Tree so, No, by, by the girlfriend. Shit. The so-called girlfriend. Oh, yeah, and she digs cut... at his leg a bit. Yeah. And then he, she jumps at him and he, in midair and he cuts her head off with a shovel. Yeah, which is pretty great. And then the body tries to rape him. Perfect. Yeah. Nah. Ash hightails it back to the cabin, as you would. Yeah. Only to find out that Cheryl has broken free from the basement by hitting the cellar door a whole lot and popping all the hinges and shit off of it. And he uh, he heads down to the basement inexplicably after barricading himself into the cabin, finds some more shotgun shells, and then a bunch of weird shit happens, like light bulbs full of blood and a projector full of blood. That's weird. And a pipe full and of pipes. blood. Yeah, what was with the oh, pipe my full house of blood? Was all with, fucked up. With the fabric around it, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird, but gross. And I like that they just like I just like yeah, oh, we'll just take a garden hose, fill it full of corn syrup and red food coloring, and just spray Bruce Campbell with it for a while. <laughs> all right, Bruce, you gotta stay in here for twenty minutes. <laughs> we gotta get the shot so he heads back up after all that nonsense in the crawl space cause who wouldn't and then uh Cheryl Cindy yes 
She tries to bust in through the door, so he gives her a face full of shotgun. Yep. And then he's like, Scott, Scott, don't worry. We'll get out of here. It'll be fine. And Scott just says, oh, it doesn't say anything because he's dead. He tries to give him a little sip of water. He pulls yeah, that stick out of him water. and the fucking 16 gallons of blood come pouring out. <laughs> he ain't even down to the milk yet. Yeah, my wife was like, what? that wouldn't happen. Like, you could, like, see the hose. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's part of the fun. It's fine. <laughs> it's just for fun. So now we're, uh, we've got Cheryl and reanimated Scott. Cindy. Whatever. Who are attacking yes. Ash. <laughs> and, and he, uh... He, shot- he shotguns them... And during all the struggle here, the 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 book ends up kind of getting burnt, which makes him start smoking. Yeah. And Ash and then is Chek- Chekhov's necklace. Yeah, yeah. Ash tries to dive and grab the book, but one of the but uh, Cheryl grabs him and keeps him from from doing that. So he takes the necklace, or he, find, he grabs the necklace off the floor and uses it to like lasso the book closer to him so he can grab it and then throw it into the fire. Yep. And that makes both uh, Cheryl and Scott turn into stop motion animation of, of rotting. Milk and green oatmeal. And polenta. Plenta. What's that? Po- polenta. It's a cornmeal type placenta. thing. Yeah, placenta no, is exactly the placenta, same thing. yeah. Yeah. I know what that one is. <laughs> you got it. It's a, it's Italian for cornmeal. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the cornmeal that comes out after a kid's born. <laughs> Most people or, are full of cornmeal, I hope. Or when your book of the dead is burnt and it comes out of your sleeves. No, that was the green oatmeal. Yeah, it's yellow. I'm colorblind. Apparently. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, Probably and, the damn mezcal. That fucking scene just went on and on and on and on and on and on and I thought on and on. <laughs> yep, and big demon hands come out of everybody's uh, carcass. They look like the yep. hands that came out of the bowls on Beetlejuice. Kind and of. And they just disappear. They cut away from them and then they, then they never are seen again. And Ash they die. emerges from the cabin with the sun <laughs> rising. And he's all like, yeah. I'm alive, but why? Listen to these birds chirping. Everything's going to be okay. But it's not going to be okay. But it's and then the not. camera, then the camera rushes towards his head, and then the end. Mm-hmm. And that is the evil dead. The evil dead. Yes. So what do you think, Mr. Troy? Uh, well, I have... This is the second time I've seen this movie, and the first time was like 16 or 17 years ago, and I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention when it was on, so this is basically the first time for me, and I I like it, first off. I mean, like I don't know how you can't like it, but you know, I, some of the things I thought were interesting was I would think in most horror movies at the time, Douchey Scott would have been the guy who survived, and like... Kind of uh, goofy Ash would have been the one who didn't. Uh, so I thought that was cool. 
even though if he knows that Bruce Campbell's the executive producer, so you know he was going to live. Um, I liked that. Uh, the over-the-top gore is always fun, although it was not as buckets of blood as I expected it to be. Uh, like that, uh, the, the stab with the pencil to the Achilles tendon was way less overdone than I expected it to be. It was kind of more painful to watch because of that, which was great. Um, I mean, you could tell they were working on a pretty low budget because anytime they had to hit one of the the deadites with something, the deadite turned into a puppet or a mannequin, which was fine. Um, I liked the Hills Have Eyes poster down in the I basement. I noticed it too. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was. It's. You can definitely see where the inspiration for number two comes from. Um, and I, cause I've seen number two more, many more times and I, I will enjoy that next time. Um, but no, you should totally watch this. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good low budget horror movie. It's better than most low budget horror movies. So how about you, Brett? Well, you see, it was the evil dead. Nine out of 10 would bang. Watch it. Wait, you have intercourse with this movie? No. So what do you mean by wood bag? Nine out of ten. He has it on. He has it on a reel. It's eight mil. It's an eight millimeter it was reel for thirty-five I millimeter it. I reel. I enjoyed the film. Any Cons- specific comments? Shut up and yeah. watch it. Concise as always. <laughs> is it? How about you, Chris? Is it me? What do you think of the movie, Chris? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I've seen this movie a lot. I'm a big fan of the franchise in general. I think uh, it's a lot of people probably haven't seen the first one as much, it seems. It seems Evil Dead 2 is most people's entry point into the series. Entry point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But it's got a certain charm to it, being all low budget and stuff. They definitely do really good work with what they had to work with. It's got some good atmosphere. It's got some pretty good effects, even though a lot of the stuff... Not a lot, but there's some stuff, like the the part at the end where they're rotting away, doesn't hold up so good over time. I don't know. I like the claymation. I thought it was neat. But a lot of the stuff holds up real well. And just... if I can say one thing before you finish, because then we'll stop talking about it. Um, one thing, other thing I liked about it, sorry to interrupt, was uh, at the beginning the music was really heavy-handed. Like there was a lot of like, you know, like the music was definitely trying to set the mood. But once the shit hits the fan, like there's almost no music, and it makes it even creepier. And so, so that's all. But the uh, the overall thing is real good. It's just an impressive uh, use of what you have to work with available at the time. This is the kind of movie you just wouldn't see anymore, really. Because there's... Computers? Yeah, and it was a real labor of love, but it really shows. Yeah, they put a lot of time yeah. in all that claymation, I would imagine. There's some really... Interesting uh, camera work in it, especially for the time with a lot of uh, the 
the tracking POV kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is even more impressive technically when you think about how I had nothing to go on to make this movie. But I would say definitely watch it. You probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you haven't seen it before. It's true. And then, uh, yeah, just watch it. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. So, three thumbs up. Indeed. Which is probably a theme for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yes, because we're watching next Evil week. Dead four week period of time. Yeah, because we're going to do Evil Dead 2 next week. But we can't start at the beginning of months because I sat on my nuts. True. <laughs> and then and then I sat on his nuts and then Chris sat on his nuts. Toby sat on my nuts. It was a terrible day. I don't yep. know why Chris had me come over. <laughs> so we could use your nuts like so many a beanbag chair. Over, I walk in, he's like, stand by that wooden chair. And he slammed me down by the shoulders. Yep. <laughs> you remember that part from uh from the James Bond where they hit him in the nuts with the rope? It was like that. Except I had him keep his clothes on because for fuck's sake, who needs that? Yeah, really. <laughs> so come back yeah, next Evil Dead time. Two next week. Yep, and then we're gonna follow it with Army of Darkness, and then we'll follow that with Evil Dead, not the Evil Dead, mind you, because we just watched it. Right. Three Biznoot. I suppose if you want to say it that way, I did. And then we won't be doing Ash vs. Evil Dead though, even though that starts the second season starts up again in October. So people should watch that. If they haven't seen the first season, they should watch that because it's good. Yep. And a quick shout out to the horror show hot dog fellas. Yeah, they made two hundred episodes of their show. The, yeah. The, what was it? The hamburger movie. Yeah, the hamburger movie. Exactly. It was episode 150, part three. Yeah, so congratulations to those fellas. They are our Scissor, scissor Sister podcast, our after scissor all. podcast. Scissor Sister. Yeah. <laughs> and kudos yeah, so on if, them. Yeah, you guys did, have done a great job, even though apparently I sent you terrible movies to watch. Yeah, you did. But I, I liked them. Yeah. I'm not sure how they didn't like those, but whatevs. LOL. Whatevs, LOL. <laughs> so, Brett. What? If Heavens. someone wanted to send us some kind of communication, spam, uh-huh. recipes, well, fucking tell Toby, requests man. for movies. Good deal on penis pills. How would pills? they do that? What? Peanut oil. Penis pills. Penis pills. Yeah. I'm always looking for a good deal on a penis pill. Penis oils. Gross. <laughs> what is it? Uh, we can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. We're on Twitter to some degree, Slaughterhouse Prince. Uh, Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. SlaughterhousePrincess.com. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Okay. Do you Reddit, got- uh, SHP podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all of them. Yes. That was pretty good. That was that was a solid Brett out of Brett. Yeah, thanks, Toby. <laughs> so be sure to come back next time where we do Evil Dead number two. The Evil Dead number two. I swear to God. Do you? No.
want me to pour it up, Christabel? No. Let's, am I going to anyway? Probably. Am I going to give it to you? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to drink it because it's in your hand? 50-50. Well, now it's, it's 25 I was just saying we haven't had a podcast in a long time since Chris, that Chris has puked during or after. So okay, let's get you a three quarter shot of mezcal. 